Once again, from Port Orchard, Washington, this is the Story Night Podcast. We tell stories here. My name is Stephen Gardner. I'm the host of the podcast and Story Night Events. This is episode 98 for those of you scoring at home. Them immigrants, they want all the benefits of living in Springfield, but they ain't even bothered to learn themselves the language. Yeah, those are exactly my sentimonies. It is the weekend after Thanksgiving, or at least it's the Friday after Thanksgiving, assuming I've posted that when I intend to. And uh, I want to say I'm grateful for dogs. I like cats just fine, too, but growing up, I always appreciated our dogs more. This might be a little odd because my mom always said our first dog didn't like me much. The next two, both Great Danes, loved me a ton. I'll talk more about the family dogs after this story from Annette Vashon. She told it in October when the theme was dry, and I promise I won't bore you to tears about my dogs. Odette thought the theme that night was supposed to be Mercy, and she references that in her story. Mercy was our November theme. Her story fit the October theme, which was Drive. Uh, Our themes are there to invite ideas anyway. Here's Odette. This was going to be said for Mercy, but I think it's really better for Drive. It has to do with a dog that I got years and years ago, like 15 and a half years ago. That'll be better. Okay. He was a tri-color dog. He was a McNabb Shepherd crossed with a miniature Aussie. He grew to be 32 pounds. He had an abnormal abnormal thing about his. He was born with an extra long snout. And his best way of showing affection was to drive his nose, moist nose, into my ear. (laughs) Quickly. And that's, he didn't, he didn't ever lick me because of the snout. He couldn't get his tongue out enough to lick. (laughs) However, he was loyal, trustworthy, beautiful, and I'll never, never forget him. Now, later on, as he got to be, the life expectancy of this type of dog is 15 years. And he passed his 15 years. And at the time, I was living in Minette, and the upstairs room was occupied by my helpmate, who came down uh, six months after he had stayed there and announced to me, I'm attached for, to your dog. If anything happens to you, I want to have him. And I decided, okay, somebody's got to have him. <laughs> then, um, when I, I observed this helpmate, who was a wonderful person, he had spent 15 or 17 years, I forget which, in the Army. And he would take my dog to Lions Park. And I swear, my dog's pace had slowed considerably where he used to outrun the most, the largest breeds. He could no longer, he gave that up a long time ago. And my friend would go so briskly, and my dog would try to keep up with him and do his best. And I realized he has no understanding about what it's like to be 15 years old. 
that if I don't know what that equates to today, but I know what I'm going through, and I'm old, and I can I had a lot of sympathy and understanding for my dog. Now, what had turned the tide for me, or drove me, to make a decision, was something to do with a car. My helpmate wanted to continue to take my dog to Lions Park. And my dog was having a hard time jumping up into the car. My car was lower so he could get up. But I could see he, he was so spry and so athletic at one time. He was, it wasn't that, that wasn't going to happen. He had a hard time getting up. So my friend went. Goodwill bought a ramp, put it next to his van, and connected it to the car and said, my dog's name, by the way, is Jules. I guess I should say that. And he would shout, like a, a, a sergeant in the Narpy or whatever it is that shouts, come on, Jules, get up. You can get up on that ramp. Get up. And you know what my dog did? He was erect, proud, noble, self-reliant. He walked around not once, not looking at the man, ignoring my helpmate. He walked around twice. He rocked around as much as eight times. I could not stand it. He was driving my me nuts. I don't, let alone the dog. So what I did, I had a sleepless night. And the next thing I did, I drove him to the vet. I, I did drive. This topic is for drive, right? <laughs> so I drove him to the vet, and I, and, and I put him to sleep. I, I took him, I drove him, I, I took him out of his suffering. I couldn't bear to see him with my wonderful friend, the helpmate, any longer. And the vet told me he wouldn't have lived very much longer. But I was driven to, to, to protect him, to appreciate him, value him. I was alone and a single woman, and he was my closest companion. And that's the end of my story. This story touched me because I've been there a few times when it was time to love our dogs enough to say goodbye, to let them go. I loved the dog who apparently didn't like me and I, I wasn't aware of the mistrust I had created for that little Sheltie when I was learning to crawl and walk and wonder what a tail was for, wondering so much that I decided to pull it, thinking what, what could be the harm in this. I was heartbroken when she died. I'm going to form a story out of that whole incident and tell it to an audience one day. In fact, I think the roots of Story Night may go back to that dog and that dog's demise. We have a little dog now, a mix between a pug and a mini pincher. We got her when she was already five years old and had learned bad habits. We've learned to hide any food that could be accessible. We, we have special hinges on doors that lead to food. She'd eat herself to death if she could, 
she could be a little bit of a terror outside too she doesn't really play well with other dogs she's kind of like the cop at the at the dog park normally she can form a detente with the dogs we have brought around the thing now is she's blind she she got blind a couple summers ago and and that has slowed her down a lot except for when she's hungry and i pray every day that she doesn't die of a head injury suffered while she believes she's making her way to her breakfast dinner doesn't seem to be as big a danger once again thank you Odette for your story we hope to see you back at story night again soon Story Night events are a partnership between Story Night and the Kitsap Regional Library. We have our events the first Thursday of every month at the Cloverleaf Sports Bar and Grill in Bremerton. The next Story Night is December 6th, and the theme is Snake Oil. Come to StoryNight.org to find the other podcast episodes and about our events. On Facebook, search for the Story Night page for the same updates. On Twitter, we're at Story Night Wah. Our exit song this time is a song called Old Shep by Red Foley. When I was a young teen, I went on an extended vacation with my parents and their friends, Tex and Alfie. Dad had known Tex when both worked as LA County Sheriffs together. Tex was every bit the character. Oh, by the way, I should go back and say LA County Sheriff deputies because they weren't the sheriffs. Tex was uh, every bit the character, his name implies. And during that trip, he'd tease my mom and, and Tex's wife, Alfie, by singing the first line of Old Shep. I never heard the whole song until I downloaded this copy. Now Elvis did a version too, but he changed one of the lyrics and it was substantial enough that I didn't want to go to that one. This song is sad. Maybe the saddest song ever. It's the old yeller of songs and it covers the same subject matter. We're playing the whole song. You've been warned. Thank you all for listening. We look forward to hearing your story. When I was a lad, an old ship was a pup. O'er hills and meadows we'd stray. Just a boy and his dog, we were both full of fun. We grew up together that way. I remember the time at the old swimming hole When I would have drowned beyond doubt Shep was right there to the rescue he came He jumped in and helped pull me out So the years sped along at last he grew old His eyesight was fast growing dim Then one day the doctor looked at me and said I can't do no more for him, Jim With a hand that was trembling I picked up my gun I aimed it at Shep's faithful head I just couldn't do it I wanted to run And I wished that they'd shoot me instead I went to his side And I sat on the ground He laid his head on my knee 
I stroked the best pal that a man ever found. I cried so I scarcely could see. Old Sheppy, he knew he was going to go. For he reached out and licked at my hand. He looked up at me just as much as to say, We're parting, but you understand. Now old Shep is gone where the good doggies go, And no more with old Shep. Well, I roam, but if dogs have a heaven, there's one thing I know, old Shep has a wonderful home. Well, it was all good fun, and we all had a jolly good laugh. I need you guys to go, okay? I need you to go. Thank you. I gotta go to work. Hope you enjoyed my yard. Have a good day. Bye now.